You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott's an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old souls, young souls, and all souls in between. You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Ellie, to another week of Old Soul in the Young World. What is going on, guys? What's popping, everyone? Um, we have had a real good month so far on the show. We've been honoring, as you guys know if you're listening in, um, Women's History Month. And how I've been doing that is by featuring a lot of empowering and dope and awesome women on my show um, who have things to say, who are creative souls, who are artists, who are moms, um, who are entrepreneurs and starting their own things, having their own ideas, because that's what being a woman is about. That's why we even celebrate women. You know what I mean, guys? Like we are here for it, especially on Old Soul in the Young World, because we're a diverse show, guys. We love of everybody in all shapes, sizes, and forms. Um, so whoever you are listening in, tuning in, I appreciate you, I vibe you, and I feel you. Um, and you know, guys, tonight is the last week of Women's Empowerment Month, and we are getting lit. We are having a little bit of a... cannabis party. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to welcome to the show tonight um Miss Lauren Prey. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course, girl. And you know, guys, for those of you who do not know um, Miss Lauren Prey, um, me and her met way back in the day um, in college in mm -hmm. Salem State. And, you know, we're going to get more into it as the show goes on. Um, and you guys are going to get to vibe out with who Lauren really is. But um, I have her on the show tonight because she is uh, in the cannabis industry as a woman, as a female, um, as an entrepreneur, and she's a creative soul, and she's an Aries. Oh, yeah. And I love it because love I'm you. an Aries. <laughs> Hell yeah. April 12th and April 14th. Girl, it was meant to be. Right? Natural born leaders. <laughs> Facts. Um, and you know, guys, like we are going to be um, diving into different topics about um, cannabis and the industry and really kind of like what it's about and how we feel about it just as two individuals and what me and Lauren were actually talking about before the show starts is we all have our own opinions mm -hmm. um, we all think what we want to think so if you have a different vibe um, if you have a different outlook on the cannabis industry or how you feel about um, smoking or legalization that's totally cool mm -hmm. we welcome it we welcome it um, because we have our own opinions too exactly. so it's all just a conversation conversation. Um, so I hope that you guys will stay tuned in um, and pass this along to any people in the industry or maybe people who are trying to get into it, um, like myself. Uh, exactly. Lauren's actually been giving me a couple tips today. <laughs> but um, Lauren, do you want to like tell us a little bit about what you do and like who you are? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so my name is Lauren Prey. I, uh, I work right now at a dispensary called Resonate. It's in Worcester and Northampton. And I really work on their public relations, their social, some of their marketing stuff. And 
it's honestly been a blast. I've been able to do some crazy cool things in the community in Worcester and Northampton, which I never actually thought could actually come true. So that's really been amazing. And then I host a little radio show called Cannabis 101 on Unity Radio, which is a local public radio there. And I have an awesome cast that works with me, my producer, Manny, and then my one of my co-hosts, Jimmy Kang, who's the VP of management at Wu-Tang, and then um, Jennifer Gaskin, who's starting a business with her son, which is Empress in uh, Bandit Greenery. So they're going to be cultivating and actually selling like craft cannabis. Oh, wow. Right from Worcester, which is... That's so special. Right? Like oh it's my gosh. It's, good for them. It's a wild, like wicked cool like team that I have and like working with and just like being in Worcester, honestly. So that's been really fun. That's a blessing. It but you been. haven't always been in the cannabis industry, right? Like it was no. kind of a... It was, yeah, I was not... I was not going to. <laughs> I was not going to go into the cannabis industry at all. I was actually totally opposite. Um, and I think we might have talked about this like offline, but mm-hmm. I'll share that. So um, in college, when I was work- well, when I was at Salem State with you, yes, I um, I interned at Kiss One Hundred Eight, and mm-hmm. my dream was to be in radio. And I definitely to- remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like. Loved it. Listened to Maddie in the morning, every single morning on my way to school. Um, always like 94.5 and just like vibed with that. And then I got to like be there and work with Billy Costa. Like literally like I was alongside him every single morning, mm-hmm. like doing like finding all the news, doing all the posts, making all the blogs, kind of having a hand in like what people are going to listen to and like hear when those kids are going to school. And we can talk about that later too. And um yeah. That was just, like, really cool to, like, have, like, that, like, a hand in that. And then um, working with Ashley and Lisa and, like, amazing women and Maida Gandhi. Like, it's just really crazy. And then... um, That's, like, inspiring in itself, I feel like. Like, seeing all those people in the industry and being around that so young. Like, you got a really special opportunity. Like, that... I feel like that helps you grow as a soul. Like, that really gives you some, like... And even that, that was experience, like, like, intuition. And it was so embarrassing um, when I applied to do that. So I was working at the hotel in Salem mm-hmm. and I was like a little like clerk at the front. I remember I didn't even know Billy Costa lived there. And that's the craziest thing. At that time, Billy Costa lived at a hotel. Like there was like suites there, hotel and suites. And um, I remember hearing like the voice like of Billy Costa in the lobby mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. like you know, what I'm saying, like looked that around. That familiar. Like right? I listen to that on the radio. <laughs> yeah. What is that? And um, then I saw. I was like, oh my god, that's Billy Costa. Okay, wicked cool. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like um, he came up. He like they'd ask for like certain things, or they were like, oh yeah. And then he asked me one day. He's like, oh, we're like, are you a a kid like at school or college? And I was like, yeah. And he's um, well, okay. So we're actually looking for an intern. Like that's like great. And so I like looked online. They needed an intern. And it turned out that the day, and I think he told me on a Sunday. So the next day mm-hmm. I went, I got a box of Joe, a thing of like a dozen donuts. And I drove to Kiss 108 at like five in the morning. Well, four in the morning because they start at five. Mm-hmm. And and so I did that. It was a snowstorm. No one was on the road. Oh. And it turned out it was actually Martin Luther King Day. And <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the Stop. only like 365 days that the radio was not on. Stop. And so I just dropped the like box of Joe donuts. It was a thought that mattered. Yeah, and it yeah. was. And then I got the thing. So like the job, yeah, like the yeah, internship, yeah, yeah. and it like it all worked out. It all worked out. The yeah. universe has its ways. The universe does have has its ways. Yeah. So my dream though was to be in radio, and you know, like 
push that through. So I interned there from sophomore year to senior year and then a couple of years or like a year after that to like see how I could like push it through. And it never really like came to fruition. There's yeah. not much money in radio unless you're no, Maddie in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to and be like you, the Maddie. high up, like yeah. host and, on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And from commuting from like Rutland to. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't going to work. Commute. Yeah. yeah. So I worked at a communications company for like a little bit after that, but was continuing to do like freelance marketing stuff, like social media, growing up like small businesses, like social media stuff. And that was just like what I was doing. So one of those people happened to be a CBD company mm-hmm. and it was actually someone that used to work with my father and it was kind of cool because the way that that um, connection ha- even happened was my dad was a kid right out of Salem State, mm-hmm. started his job with this guy, Mr. Gusha, and Mr. Gusha gave him a chance, fresh kid out of college and he, my dad was awesome. He was, mentored, yeah, <laughs> he was mentored by Mr. Gusha and oh then- when Mr. Gusha had a son. Um, it reminds me of like the karate kid. I'm yeah, like. and it kind of is, but it's also a very like beautiful story of nepotism. Yes. <laughs> and like, But it's also about like who you know, right? Like, and so like, I, true. I never like take that for granted. I don't like, I really like, I have so much gratitude for that. So it's like, it is about who you know and like paying it forward to where it's like, hey, um, Mr. Gusha then reached out to Greg, his like little mentee. Mm-hmm. Will you then take my son under your wing as like karate kid, wax yeah. on, wax off. <laughs> And then Chris had my father as a mentor and my father has always been my mentor. And like, I always felt bad for my dad who never had a son. And I always do the, like the apartment stuff and the dirty jobs with him. So it was like, and then like Chris, like I had that was almost like kind of big bro type vibe where he's like, yeah, like your father was my mentor and blah, blah, blah. He's my mentor better, but it's okay. <laughs> and Chris, if you're ever hearing this too, like whatever, you can you're probably laughing. <laughs> Don't steal my mentor. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Like we can share my my of awesome course. dad mentor. Um, but it was just like it's it's cool. So then Chris was my mentor, like coming into this, and it was kind of like um, so I was working at the communications company, and that's when I said I never wanted to do cannabis at that point because mm-hmm. being at the communications company and like seeing the fun I had at Kiss 108 where it's like, wow, like I'm so close to my dream. Like this is so fun. This is like so cool. But then not see, like there was things that dissolved part, like in parts of that, that we can disseminate later. But of course, I, um, I really thought like, okay, um, I'm going to have to stop smoking weed. <laughs> like yeah. That was like the biggest deciding factor. I'm like yeah. to have a better job where I can earn more money and have a better happiness of like uncomfortable life. I can't just be like doing this like communications job, right? So I like I stopped smoking weed and I was still like working with my clients and then like this like um freelance opportunity came and I'm doing their like C B D stuff. It's not weed. Mm-hmm. It's C B D. It's a exactly. different sub and so I'm learning about that as well. And then the business actually just started picking up even more and more and they asked me to come full time and it was like a real like struggle for me to go on. But then I like I did. Yeah. And from that, that first year, honestly, in a startup company, it was like, it like felt like three years, honestly, because you do so many different jobs. You wear so many different hats. Yeah. You skin your knees, like you are down. You're everything. Yeah. You're you're, just, yeah. You're not one job. You're literally the whole company. Exactly. (laughs) And it was like three to four people. But that's amazing because you guys are just creating something like you are planting a seed and watching it grow no pun intended exactly yeah no you Um, cultivate that with other people absolutely yeah and like you have to break your back and work hard and it's like being a part of that it really i feel like didn't make you kind of mature as like a 
yeah. how you think about, you know, you had to the career up. Yeah, and the you industry. had to grow up like yeah. really fast. You had to like, I mean, it wasn't easy. Like I'm saying Facts. it's, you're, you're being the accountant, you're being the sales team, you're being the marketing team, your social media, your customer service, you're sometimes making the gummies at first. You're like yeah. doing the formulations, you're doing the research on different terpenes and how the different CBD or the CBGs and really like how everything like, okay, like I'm not a chemist, <laughs> I'm saying, but you yeah. learn it. You're like, and it's the passion. Like that's actually like, if you have a passion for it and you're malleable, then like you have an entry into any industry, like not cannabis, like it's yeah. any industry, honestly. If you like, you go into like any place with just excitement and like vigor, like, yes, like that's what they want. Yeah. Like you're happy to be there. Like yeah. oh, you want to do everything for them. But if you mean it, then really? it's like even more rewarding. You know exactly. what I mean? You don't have to put on like a front, like, oh, I have to go to work today. It's like, oh, I want to go to work today because I'm going to do something I like doing, you know, yeah. make a difference. Because I feel like you are a lot of things that people don't understand about the cannabis industry in general is that you are helping a lot of people. Like people don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people, I think there's still a torn outlook on cannabis in general, CBD THC, anything. I just think that there's torn um, in the the country about people who are for it and people who aren't because of traditional values. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard to break that. But it's stigmatized. It's I mean, it's the paradigm. It's it's medical though. Like it's it's helping patients. Like if you really like break it down to the facts, like there's people who need it. Like Mm -hmm. I've used it for back issues. I've used it for. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this in the past. This was way back. Way back. I remember you gave me like one of my first. CBD gummy packets because I was like in tears. I was having so much back pain and you were like, yo, you're so young. Like you were like, you shouldn't be having this. Like, have you tried CBD? And I was like, no, like I haven't. And you were like, yo, like I'm going to just come. I think you dropped it off to me, dude. I got the plethora. I literally have a plethora of it at all times. And that's the thing too. Like that's the like thing about the cannabis industry, like kind, like, you know, like they call bud kind. Mm -hmm. You are kind. Like it elicits kindness. It truly does. It's giving. It's gratitude. Like you give like when you're gracious and it's like, okay, like, oh my God, you're in pain. I'm not in pain. Let me give you this. Like it's a, it will help the quality of your life. Like that's like truly like what the, like the essence of the plant is like Mm -hmm. she is female plant, Mm -hmm. like women's history month. Exactly. Like truly it's it's, the female. And exactly. And I think it's just the way that you look at it. It's like, think about how beautiful that description was. And then people can look at it as criminal or in a, a criminal activity. I think people still relate it to streets and like in gangs and activity like that. And it's like, you know, we have a whole different learning and unlearning to do mm-hmm. about cannabis and the medical marijuana industry and how it really affects people in our nation. This is a, a we have a mental health crisis going mm-hmm. on for people who don't know, you know yep. what I'm saying? And for people who can't see, Lauren is just snapping her fingers, snapping, her yeah. long, beautiful nails, <laughs> um, because it's facts. Like there's stuff going on that people don't want to address. Um, and the cannabis industry is played into like a peaceful role. Like we have changed government. We have changed laws and regulations based around cannabis health and in helping the community um and i think like before this show started me and lauren were talking about like wanting to give back to the community and how lauren is trying to give back to the community um with by cannabis and using it to support um giving back to good causes because 
literally, guys, you can do anything you put your mind to. Like, as mm-hmm. a female in the industry, I'm just looking at Lauren. And I'm like, wow, dude, like, so special to have a friend, somebody who Aww. does this. No, for real, because <laughs> it's you. inspiring, like, even to me, because that's something that I would aspire to do to help people because it's literally life changing. Like, you don't know. There's people who could come in there and be on the verge of, like, a mental breakdown because they're mm-hmm. dealing with you know, physical, internal pain that like maybe medications, they don't want them or can't help. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? And you guys give them another choice, another option. No, that's very true. Yeah. Like there's different perspectives, guys, like everyone listening in. I think that's why I said at the start of the show, like you can have your opinion and we can also have our opinion um, because it's a very broad topic and it's very like, it's in the beginning stages, I would say. Oh my God, it's in the infant stages. Compared Absolutely. to every industry in the nation and throughout history, it's in its beginning, like it's a fetus. It's a baby. It is a like, fetus. It is, it's a baby. Industry. Yeah, I mean, there's 14 legal states right now, maybe New York. <gasps> I was, oh my gosh. Yeah. I literally was oh, reading girl. about that yesterday because I didn't know it was like getting that official. I had heard about mm-hmm. it and I kind of dropped off on reading about it. And then I like researched it a couple days ago. I was like, oh my gosh, they're so close. They're literally like on mm-hmm. the cusp. So I'm excited. Yeah. I know. And I mean, New York is like, Como's coming Second on, home. I guess. Yeah, especially with the home grow too. I think like that's if you're gonna have legal cannabis, like mm. that's the biggest thing. You can't outlaw or discriminate from home growers. Facts. That's that's a right. Whose right is it, honestly, to grow? Right. If you're gonna have someone be able to sell it, mm-hmm. and then we still have people that are incarcerated for that same exact. Like it kind of makes that's contradicting. Like exactly. why are we being so contradicting about it? And we mm-hmm. have men that look like you, Mister like Como, that are mm-hmm. selling cannabis, and we're still trying to fight for minorities to then be able to be able to be part of the cannabis industry or have them reenter. Exactly, and that's no disrespect. Like I'm Not saying that in the sense of. You look like my dad. Like, yeah. you're just a white guy. Yeah. But that's all I'm saying. And, like, let's... Uh, I mean, if we're going to be real about it, there's a lot of big up guys who would look like your dad in the yeah. high up industry or government who are participating in a lot of acts that are way worse than medical marijuana. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of other things going on. It's like, relax on the cannabis. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't honestly know. Let's just don't chill even the fuck wa- out. I literally <laughs> don't even watch the news. So, like, the news I do, like, mm-hmm. read and watch is, like, the amendments. My friends are changing. I'm like, okay, so, like, where's the new press release that, you, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That is the yes. the news or, like, cannabis or, like, Leafly or, like... I love Leafly. I get Leafly the updates really on my does phone. Ha- like, honestly, Leafly, I appreciate Shout your out team. Shout Leafly. Yeah, you guys have yeah. a good team. It was cool. I, I like mm-hmm. the daily Headset, updates. Headset guys, um, if you're interested in the cannabis industry too, check out I Headset. Didn't know that. All right. It's All right. uh it's a cool place to find out like real data from the cannabis space, especially for dispensaries and even before I entered the cannabis space when I was working at in C B D and hemp for the three years, I learned a lot just from like that type of data because where do you find information? Yeah, facts. And Massachusetts still like you said very infant just like the nation there's only 14 states open Mm -hmm. so like that's how like do you feel like it's coming up though like I don't know within like how many years do you speculate or feel within yourself like in the next like 2035 years I would say 2035 we should all be legal by 2035 the year or 20 years 2035 like yeah cause there's still yeah I feel it there's, um, there's things to be done. 
There's things it's, to be it'll done. Go, I know like it might sound like kind of long, but I feel like it'll go by faster. And I feel like if there's people that are inspired to actually be able to like create like access to cannabis and medicine and even just holistic like health and wellness and creating a different like mindset for our people, like our nation, like this is a good like way. Like, I mean, dude, Oregon, uh, <laughs> decrim everything. Okay. Um, Yo, that's even though we facts. have decrim, okay. Decrim nature in Cambridge, like shout out, like what's that? Decrim, um, nature is, uh, they just decriminalize having the possession of psilocybin mushrooms and like, well then like first time it. hearing about this. Yeah. So, and that's a big movement that started actually in Oregon and now it's like kind of disseminating throughout the country and here in Massachusetts. And we have a lot of like really good advocates and people that are here for the right reasons. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for plant medicine when and it comes to peyotes or maybe like different, like, Things like I that feel like it's have. everything in moderation. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everything. Like, I'm never, like, like yeah, I'm not yeah. saying like no, going to no. ayahuasca ceremony. But I'm just, no, but I'm gonna say like what from what you just said. It reminded me, my childhood art teacher. Mm-hmm. Like she was literally. She would never hear this. Shout out Dottie Doucette. Um, she she is such an amazing woman and I just haven't talked to her for so long. But when I was younger, um, she was just such a great art teacher and she was very spiritual and she knew I was spiritual. So I started going to her when I was in like hmm, the end of middle school, maybe very beginning of high school, something like that. Like I was like in my mid stages, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe a little younger. And um she just helped me learn how to paint, but she also knew that there was something else. So mm-hmm. she started like showing me different things. Like she had these like bowls um, that you do meditation with. Shut up. She what? had those and she had a room what? for meditation and she like brought me in there and she like knew I like enjoyed stuff like that. But like, I never like told her, do you know what I mean? That is she so just cool. showed me and Intuition. it's like, yo, it's intuition. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what put me Wait, You're this. from Lynn, right? Uh, no, no, Peabody. No, Peabody, that's right. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm like, okay, where are the witches at? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, well, Salem. Oh, Salem, yeah, well, Salem like, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah. my mom went to Salem. Like, yeah, yeah, we're witches. And when we when we first hung out, I was like, hey, are you a witch? Are you a witch? Yo, honestly, my sister's literally that? a witch. Yeah. <laughs> you literally, you witch. I don't, yeah. hey, hey. I was like, what the fuck? You want to smoke? <laughs> and are you a witch? <laughs> and then we ended up, um, you're a witch. <laughs> being witches yo <laughs> yo we had a lit college experience like me we and Lauren did. yeah <sighs> but anyways I, there's too many stories we could go off on I feel like we're just catching up yo. like I haven't seen you for a little bit and I'm like mm-hmm. but you know guys something I just wanted to say also about the the industry and how we were just like talking about it is there are so many jobs being created, um, which is something that other people don't talk about as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I was reading this and it literally says um, from this uh, uh, New York um, magazine, I think it was, oh, yonkerstimes.com. It says in 2019, Governor Kimono signed legislation to decriminalize penalties for unlawful possession of marijuana. A new report says legalization of marijuana for adult use in New York State will create tens of thousands of jobs and add hundreds of millions in revenue over the next five years. 
Absolutely. Think about, okay, so like, are you kidding? Like that's a, that's a quote. Let's (laughs) just hear Let me just grab my calculator really quick so we can just do some really short math. Like I love doing math like this. This is fun. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, if you think about that though, our state is in a crisis in the cannabis industry. Marijuana is adding revenue, jobs, millions, thousands. Like we are creating a movement. Like it's not... It's a it's a whole industry. It's becoming like I don't know the wood industry, coal industry. Like it's it's going to be like it's a an, new industry. It's you know a what brand I'm saying? New it's industry up where, and coming, and you yeah. have to recognize that. Though you're also making history. Like you could yes. be Sacagawea. You could be like the next. <laughs> honestly, like when I think of Sacagawea um, cannabis, there's one woman in particular that I think of, and her name's Hillary King. She is literally a powerhouse. She's changed laws. She's made amendments. She's actually like changed a law, which now has not been actually acted upon by the CCC or MDAR, where I'm, this is not me calling them out. This is just like all of us still trying to figure out and helping them try to help like do their jobs too. And so yeah. that's where it's having empathy and like compassion for like all people and all parties, like even the people that are running it. It's you have to understand it. I, I mean, I do understand it. It must be so stressful and hard and to like go to bed at night. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. trying to figure these things out where it's not federally legal and. Right. Like you're trying to make boundaries. Exactly. You're creating new land. Like you're literally laying out a new map Mm -hmm. that other people haven't done before. So you have to figure out how to even lay the map. You're like, how do I draw the lines? How do I draw the states on this globe? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And we do have MSOs. We do have like, you know, brands that are coming from California or Oregon and like, but don't you want to see in your state someone that like, is part of cannabis or has the background in it and really some some people too so like i we kind of touched upon it earlier when you're talking about like uh community and resonate and one thing that like i've been able to do with them is work with this company or this organization called fresh start 508 and it's founded by a former um, gang member from kilby gang street in uh, worcester his name's Derek kaiser and he absolutely changed his life around and now what he's doing is helping people that have been incarcerated from a whole different, like, um, various, like various different ki- crimes. And so then reentering them into the, like, society. And so getting them back into cannabis or having them just be part of, the, like, what is going on here. And I think that's, like, a really big thing, too, where it's like, okay, like, have just, like, creating more opportunity and, like, having diversity and mm-hmm. the fact that we're saying, too, like, okay, like, People it's creating that, a whole new map. It is. And that's the map like where it's he like changed honoring. It, he just changed history. Like, yeah, good and, for you, Derek, right? His name's Derek. Yeah, Shout Derek. out Derek. Like you just you, took Derek. a step forward. Like, you know, like that's inspiring. That's a movement. That's a new thing that somebody's putting themselves in the, the front lines. Because you really are. Like he people is. are going to judge you. People are going to think you're crazy or think you can't do it. And then look when you do it. Look mm-hmm. at how rewarding that is. And like... When you can show others it's for good. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's for yeah. a good cause. It's for a movement forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what the can be, cannabis industry has really become and like changed into in the past, like, I would say five years. Like, yeah. Right? Last it five has been years. five years. Yeah, yeah. It's been, I mean, I remember seeing one of the first uh, dispensaries being open, Cultivate, and seeing this really adorable, beautiful uh, redheaded woman on the show and her name's Ellen Brown and she happens to now be in the camp. I mean, she is a veteran. She's a woman vet- veteran on the- from the Air Force and she was one of the first patrons, I guess, of Cultivate and she started uh, Sinsimalia's like Somalia's and she's a like certifier of just like, uh, well, 
I guess like serve safe and cannabis, but yeah. she does so much. Like, it's just like cool to see the, the progression too of like seeing it in your parents' kitchen mm-hmm. and like, just be like, oh wow. Like mom, like, well mom, she has red hair too. Yeah. <laughs> like mom, no, she smokes weed. <laughs> so like, it's just like cool. And then to see that mm-hmm. and like, it's just, it's, it's come so full circle and like knowing like people and like, just like, yeah, it's exactly. seeing like the, the change or like, Oh, like I've seen members my wife of my has family. Tried CBD. Yeah, like, and like I think exactly. that's the gate. It truly is the gateway. Yeah, like over the past few years, like I don't want to say any names, but like members of my family have, you <laughs> I'm know, call you out. You know, my immediate family have, um, so, you know, gone so more you have into the a, cannabis a mom, industry. a dad, a sister, and a brother, and a brother. So, and they both have a husband and a wife. Okay. As well. <laughs> so who so, doesn't? You know, I'm just kidding. Um, almost, I will say. If I say almost all of them, yes. That's cool. So yeah. that's, and do they have In their pets? own ways. Do you get it? Do they have pets? My brother has two dogs. Do they take CBD? Um, not sure about that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Pets, do you, pets what, take CBD all Do you want to tell us about that? Well, I mean, it's just like I'm good for. fucking curious. Well, like cats can take it and dogs can take it, but it's just like good for joints or like just for their eyes. Like there's so many different things that like. And it's like a small amount, like nothing harmful for people yeah. who may be listening in. Like it's yeah, just like. Yeah, a, if you're ever. Don't give your. So if you're listening in and you're thinking about giving your pet. Like, don't do stupid shit, guys. Don't give them THC. Uh, don't give them a cannabis tincture that has uh, terpenes in it. And make sure it's a pet tincture because that pet tincture will be a CBD isolate and like a salmon oil or a bacon oil, mm. something tasty. And you can ha- eat that too. It's not that bad. And it's just like a droplet or something, right? Yeah. Like just or mixed like in. Even like edibles. They have yeah. like pet edibles too, but yeah. pets and love them. It's not like it makes them like high. No. I think like, I just want to clarify that yeah, to anyone. And your dog like, won't get high. Your a, cat won't get high. Cat nipple, you're at your cat, cat much more way high. Higher. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's more for the relaxation of of pain or or if you have a you know an animal in pain. Yeah, like, literally, like if they're like going through something, you yeah, your, your pet. In they're pain. like having anxiety or like maybe going on a plane. And that's Who actually knows? too, as, if we're talking about like um, creating jobs, mm. yo, um, the pet industry, like people will spend exorbitant amounts of money on their pets, right? And Halloween, oh my gosh, Halloween <laughs> pet costumes, like. The amount of money that's generated from that is ridiculous. And then those people really do throw those costumes out too. Because oh, they, they need to do. get a they sexy do. new little hot dog costume for their wiener dog for the <laughs> following year. I need a new costume every time. <laughs> yeah, well, for no. He wants to be a bumblebee this year. <laughs> no. Princess uh, Leia. It's so true. But like, so think about that. Like, I've literally seen topicals for dogs. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I guess it's like we have beard oils, right? Yeah. But like, I guess like it's like, good for their coating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just but make I also, them nice yeah. and smooth. No, I know. Like, I like laugh, but like, then I think it brings my mind to like CBD pillows. Oh my like, gosh. Yo, that's ridiculous. Well, well, I like haven't heard of these things. Oh, like, uh, maybe I just, I'm just like so immersed. I'm like, yeah. These, these gimmicks. What's a CBD pillow? Does it work? I don't know. I would never purchase that because it's it's a gimmick. Well, like CBD should, like should be like. I'm a, like, how are you even gonna put uh, that into it? a pillow? That wouldn't happen. I don't know. Like, Anyways. and like, yeah, like Anyways. we digress. We digress. <laughs> but all I know is when you gave me that CBD that day, it like eased the gummies, my pain. I, that yeah. was like my original CBD gummies. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I've like taken a few things since. Um, I don't think anything is good. Um, honestly, yeah, yeah. I I haven't. So I haven't done my research. Like I really do need to dive deeper to see like what would work for me. Um, all I know is that really did help. And it's like, 
I told you, like when I was younger, I actually had, um, I gone to a doctor because I had really bad neck and back pain. So they told me I had like a pre-existing shoulder injury from like doing sports when I was little and it caused, um, pain to shoot up to my neck. So then I went to the doctor a couple of years ago and they tell me, oh, you have like pre-start of like some arthritis. And I was like, what? Like, I'm so young. Like, Mm -hmm. but the thing is. Like, and it's not like I'm, you know, I, I go to the gym, I box, like I run, I take it. I played sports my whole life. It's not like I'm like lazy. It's just things happen to your body. You have to take care of yourself. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even an option. Like I've had a bad like back and neck pain since I was young. I like I'm college, still young. We would smoke and you'd be like, oh my God, this, like, I remember you saying that we would drive around. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I'm admitting it, like smoking and driving. Ooh. Um, I was driving. Back in the day. Don't worry. Lauren day. wasn't driving. No, 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 whatever. I don't whatever. No, because I have a college a days. Yeah, that was before anything was legal. And, you know, you know we, there was no place to smoke, guys. There was no, like, legal place, honestly. You yeah. can't even be in your own home. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, times have changed. It's 2021. Times have changed. <laughs> We're on the come up now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but guys, we are actually going to take a quick little, um, music break. Uh, we're going to chill out. We're going to vibe for a few. I hope you're vibing yourself that you're enjoying the podcast. Shout out Lauren. Um, so happy having you here tonight. This is such a good vibe. Um, so you guys hope you enjoy this uh, song and we'll be back in a few. This time around, you know what that means. No problem. I'm in the sauna with my hoodie on. Trying to lose this weight. Killers on the internet. Never losing hate. I heard they got my views up. Fuck it, let them hate. Young boy at that finish line. How he losing faith? Think big, think pop, think chicks, think hustle. You building for your hood, but where the motherfuckers love you? Like, how they gon' judge you? Long chrome 44, got that potato for the muscle. I'm quick to reinvest. I show you how it's gon' double. Gotta hit a creepin' quick. Long hair with the bubble. Baby, my man in the kitchen. Bitch about them dirty dishes. From hitting home runs to pitching rhymes, I switch positions. Them haters always talk. Like when them critics gon' listen. I'm in your hood, you get dropped on the transmission. They wanna dethrone the king. Now that's the Work hard, build strength, you know that comes from repetition Millions of views, I guess they call that recognition He got a gold chain, but he ain't got a pot to piss Ain't no opposition, I was taught just to listen If you can't protect your neck, then we got a Swiss position More money, more fucking problems But they talking all that power shit. 
Randy Moss. Oh, he touched down from that quarterback. Athlete with that rap shit. Streets always call me back. No for that handwork. I ain't never need a gap. Heard they running around with straps. You know I had to even out. Heard they drop the bomb since they lost his mom. Send this up the flex. Tell that man to drop the bomb. Ready for war. So you know his weapon strong. About to transform around all these deceptive arms. in the young world welcome back everybody you're here with your host jesse ellie and my tonight guest special co-host miss lauren prey thank you oh this has been so fun this has been a good night um i hope you guys are enjoying as much as we are you know we're just chopping it up we are rolling it up and we are laughing it up um and vibing and talking about real shit because cannabis Women, empowerment, mm-hmm. Women's History Month, all mm-hmm. that good stuff tied together. It's a vibe. Um, and I hope you guys are appreciating it. Um, and, you know, I kind of just want to get a little back into um, talking about cannabis for the people on here who maybe still don't have such a good grasp of what it may be um, or why it's decriminalized because... Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a new concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were saying before. Um, so would you kind of like get into a little description about the difference between like how people use THC for what purpose and then the difference of how like people use CBD for what purpose? Because I think when I first started learning about CBD, I was confused. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like super lit. I'm like, oh, I want to <laughs> take like, I don't know how many milligrams to take. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like it's 100%. a whole new world. Um, yeah. There is a big difference. And then, I mean, there's oils, there's like mm-hmm. tinctures, tincture. topicals. I don't even know about all of them. Suppositories. Suppositories, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Yeah, there's everything. Oh my gosh. And that's like the beauty of it. So, I mean, just in beautifully, um, the way that you just framed that question too, beautifully asked. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Yes, beautifully oh, you asked. are beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. Over here. We compliment women on yeah. this show, guys. That's women empowerment right here. <laughs> women support women. Yeah, strong women support strong women. Facts. Exactly. And um, so I guess like, let's just start that... Um, before even we say like THC or CBD, um, cannabis is like the, you know, human, right? Like we're human. And then we, I guess, um, see, uh, well, marijuana and hemp, it's like a cousin. So I guess it's like me, Lauren, and then my cousin, Caitlin, (laughs) I can be hemp and she can be marijuana, (laughs) but we're still part of the same family. Exactly. And so what's different different purposes. Yeah. And so, um, I guess with, uh, CBD, like CBD is 
non-psychoactive. You're not going to get high from CBD. That's the key, guys. It's a non-psychoactive. Mm-hmm. doesn't make you react, hallucinate mentally. Exactly. And um, you do feel relief. You do feel, I mean, and again, too, like I cannot, like, this is my own opinion for me saying this, too. I, I come from a background in marketing and like public relations in this, and it's not legal to say or make claims for your company saying like, oh, this is going to give you sleep. This is going to give you um like it's going it's going to benefit your arthritis even though people use it to help that because it helps for inflammation it helps for pain it really does actually like target those different cannabinoid receptors in our body and we have an endocannabinoid like receptor like system in our body and that's why it's there and back in the day like they used to feed um our cattle hemp. that's scientifically like known right mm-hmm. and then when they I don't even know how to say that word so i'm not gonna it's try. no it's um yeah no that's Anna, it's it's his it's in history it's, fl- what's it called what Anna in a in a like in a flash what are you saying wait what word did you just say what do we have in our body in Anna Colette uh, oh, endo endocannabinoid system and endo cannabinoid. Cannabinoid. No, that no, that's perfect. Um, endo. That was a good one. I'm I'm just tripping. Cannab- <laughs> no, cannabinoid like CBD. They all have uh, cannabigerol, which is CBG. Cannabinoid. You're like teaching me new what, words. Like yeah, you don't oh. understand. I haven't heard these words, so I'm like, I my ear is not understanding what you're saying, but I get it now. It, they're just different compounds. Yeah, it's yeah. literally just like um, whatever is in a cake. It's a different ingredient, like sugar, flour, salt. It yes. is an ingredient. It's plant based, and it's like it's um, it's also like terpenes too. So terpenes are in can or in um, cannabis as well, and it's in our fruit like mangoes, which has myrcene in it. And I don't know if you ever heard like the little tip or trick where it's like if you want to get higher, eat a mango because it's high I in myrcene. And myrcene, when it's in cannabis, like it'll give you like a more like uplifting effect and it's an indicas and it, there's just like different things like which is the beauty of it. And that's like where like you can taste like something if it's a uh, peppery or lemony right. or gassy and like that's the beauty of it too. But um, as I digress, like <laughs> THC, so obviously THC gets you high, THC, Delta 9, mm-hmm. tetracannabinol or whatever, mm-hmm. that gets you high. And also, let's just talk about... Okay, so we're talking about cannabinoids, right? So we have THC, gets you high. CBD does not get you high, but is anti-inflammatory and helps with a slew of different... Or can, you know, help help alleviate a lot of different things that happen in your body. CBG is good, apparently. Like, there are some different things where it helps with, like, IBS or different things, like, with your bowels. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps like with like focus and energy, but there's also different terpenes too that are those like naturally occurring um, compounds. So, Does CBD help with anxiety at all? Yes, for people out like there? yeah, mm-hmm. and like I didn't say like I had anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Like because again, too, like when you say like you have anxiety or you have depression, like mm-hmm. that's like owning something that's intangible. Yeah, but like it's also like it does help with those like conscious feelings and emotions that you feel. Like you know what I'm saying like exactly. And that alleviates that. And like, that's like the beauty of that plant too. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's like, you're going to start seeing stuff like that has Delta nine or uh, Delta eight, which isn't Delta nine that doesn't get you high, but it still elicits a uh, very like euphoric effect. And CBN's like really good for sleep or, and you'll see it in like different like mixes of like maybe like 
romantic uh, type like tinctures or stuff. So like, and what's a tincture? And a tincture, tincture. is yeah, it's a a tincture a is tincture. um like an oil based or well, they're actually a tincture's were originally like made through alcohol, like made through alcohol based products, but. A lot of people in one uh, person that I think of in particular, Howell's Tinctures, who's a manufa- uh, manufacturer in Massachusetts, he was uh, originally manufacturing in Rhode Island and he was helping with a uh, like a recovery home where people like were like like going through AA and like obviously you're not going to use a uh, alcohol-based tincture when you're right. like, not using alcohol. So he started using olive oil, only be- or not olive oil, avocado oil, which is like one the best fat right yeah and um there's the least amount of allergies to that Mm -hmm. and so it's just three ingredients um avocado oil sunflower lecithin and cannabis oil and it's like through like truly plant-based like okay full extraction and so like that is um like that's a tincture yeah that's like the like known tinctures now like in the industry like it's an oil base like either mct so i'm unfortunately allergic to avocado Wait, what? Oh my gosh, you are a rare breed. I am a rare breed. I got don't worry, I make it's so olive sad. oil tinctures all the time. I make it's sad. olive oil like salad dressings. All do right. You, do you like make infused food? I don't. I like have not like I'm a baby. I'm like, I haven't dove in. Like let me just give you some ingredients. Please give me some. Yeah. Give me some oil. I'll just bake a cake. Yeah, for real. <laughs> some oil brothers, bread. yes. Yes. Just put it on my stuff. And that's the thing too, guys. Like you can do it in so many different ways. I think that's Mm -hmm. what we forget about. Like I know I do at least. Like it's not just smoking. Not Um, vaping. Yeah. yeah. And and I think another misconception about cannabis or marijuana in general is like, oh, if you smoke or if you use CBD or any type of like form of marijuana or THC that you are like lazy or you lazy yeah, you know what I'm saying you don't do anything you, you just smoke all day you don't do yeah. nothing it's like yo I work hard like I do lots of I know you do lots yo. stuff she just looked at me she's like I work fucking yo, hard I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, like Jesse, I'm like yo we both work yeah, hard are you like, effing kidding you know me? I worked all day today came straight here after work I'm making a podcast and, same, same, and yeah. you know yeah. and so Lauren and so is yeah. Lexa producer I'm like, yeah, like we're all here like, after point out, I'm like yo everyone shout here. out everybody um, yeah that's our that's a team because it's it's just about like you you put forth the effort you know what I mean so it's like um if you're using marijuana it's not a bad thing as long as you're consistently being productive it's like if it's making you non-productive I would say then maybe you should rethink what you're doing or how you're using it agreed it's or how much you're using a tool exactly it's not a tool it's not supplementing it's and it's not a supplement it's like anything else you can't abuse it you know what i mean like if you abuse it it's just it's going to become something a different experience for you 100 percent. yeah yeah so i and i think like being conscious of that i don't think a lot of people are you know like Mm -hmm. i think that's where a lot of judgment um forms like in the industry as well but just my I opinion. I feel like, um, it, I mean, I feel like results like really like tell. Honestly, like that's I'm, facts though because there's doctors. Do. Like you can literally go to a cannabis doctor, and even just the results that like your performance, like your performance and your results, like speak for themselves. In like life. and know, like yeah, yeah, know how like and when to imbibe. Like know like the right time, obviously. And uh-huh. it's just if you're passionate about what you're doing and like cannabis is supplementing that maybe it's like as an entrepreneur you are susceptible to bipolar disorder you're susceptible to 
uh, depression at a higher rate. Like you are sleeping and have erratic different schedules. Like Mm -hmm. that, like I'm compassionate for that. I have empathy for that. Like I get that. I see that. Um, you have to be consistent. You have to have a schedule though for yourself. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Have yeah. mindfulness, have that like kind of core, like it's about balance. System. Like yeah. everything in life. Like, you know what I mean? It's just having a good sense of balance. And like, that's why on old soul in the young world, guys, I have people on the show who understand that. Like, I feel like everyone who comes on here, we have a like mind, um, because we need to have that sense of self in today's day and age. Like mm-hmm. we don't live in an easy society, an easy world, um, just in general. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things going on. There's a mm-hmm. lot of vibes. Um, and, lot. and having outlets, um, whether it be cannabis or art or mm-hmm. whatever you want to put your time into, it's good to just be able to have that Um in your life. So it's like super cool having someone on the show who has used it in a positive way. And like, it's a testimony. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, cause there's people out there who would like to digress against Mm -hmm. you. Um, but it's like, when you show them, like you said, the results, it's like, well, what do you say now? Yeah. I will prove you you wrong with my actions. I'll show you that I'm going to go to the gym. I'll show you that I will get my job done. I'll show you that I can help serve and provide value to the community and you and, also have more patience. That's and some women empowerment, for you. guys. Happy Women's you History Month. <laughs> like, don't get mad. Like, shit. you can't. You can't get mad though. Like, and again, too, it's like that's part of cannabis is a superpower. Like, that's part of the downloads that you get. That is the like the intuitive power of like this feminine energy, this feminine like beautiful plant that like it is honored. It's truly like a special thing. But yeah, it's it's yeah. As you say that, like, I feel I'm, that. I'm, No, I feel that. I don't know. And I feel like also the cannabis industry in general, at least for myself, is like seeing dispensaries. And like, I feel like there are a lot of women in the industry and working within the cannabis like come up like. There are. And I encourage any woman, (laughs) if you're listening right now, reach out to me, reach out to Jess ask how you can get involved. We're here. We're here to help you get involved. We're here because... Okay, no one was there before us, right? This is a new industry. We're making moves. So yeah, we're about to, we are the natural born leaders. We are here and then we're going to hold your hand to bring you into it. That is why we're here, okay? It's females helping females and helping thrive together. That's truly the like how I've gravitated in this industry. I was grateful and lucky enough to be like brought into a great team in the industry and then finding and... Like being led by like beautiful leaders of like Sacagawea of <laughs> cannabis and yes. really being like able to like be able to make a difference. And like we're here to help you, honestly. Like if you have an interest, like it's a small industry. Yeah. And we're here to grow it. Like we're here to blow this up. <laughs> exactly. Like we said, it's just in the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's time to come up now. Like and make it in a way that's positive and show people what it's like really about. Because this is something new and exciting, guys. Like if you're listening in, it's something that you should like take a grasp on. I know I am like having this podcast tonight. I feel like the universe works in a good way. Um I haven't seen Lauren for a while and it's just like it's kind of like a full circle. Like it's a nice Yo. come around seeing you after all this time and like it's wild. <laughs> Being able to talk about all this shit. Like, yo, it is wild. Like, thought, we're both just yeah. at totally different places. It's crazy. Like, we've both come from so far. You know what I mean? Five years ago. Okay, so in five and years. I'm like, it's been five up, years, right? Yeah, oh, bring, bring out the, the newspaper. Yeah, five brought, years she ago. She brought our newspaper article from college. Five years ago, it wasn't even cool to talk about cannabis publicly, okay? 
I would have never even thought that we'd be speaking about this like this. Like I, I whispered in her ear, you smoke weed, are you a witch? Are you a witch? <laughs> That's like going to be like a new girl rap song. I feel like, hey, hey girl, let me whisper in your ear. Are you wanna a know witch? witch? Yeah. You want to get out of here and smoke some weed? Are you a witch? Hey. We're just gonna like talk the rest of the song and whisper. It's like kind of like I mean the rest of the pod. <laughs> yo, hey, oh my gosh, you're killing me. So yeah, so yo, it's been five years. Like honestly, like since we've been probably like really, really like together in person for a long time. And Facts. April eighth, two thousand sixteen is when Jesse like posted this and like shared this in the Salem State Log. But it was like through a nonprofit that I was starting with a few girlfriends that I was uh, rooming with, and it was a really like wicked fun project and the whole concept of it was to like I mean if even as college kids were like hey like like how can we give back how can we like provide value to the world and mm-hmm. okay well my mom and dad like our parents send us to school with all these like canned goods and we never eat them and like we, we're gonna throw them out anyway we might as well just give them to a food bank and then we see all these hobos and like homeless people honestly and like Salem like dude like it's wicked freaking prevalent and yeah. you're like a college kid and exactly you don't like I always felt really sad about seeing it like in my like my the city I was like from and I like I didn't know what to do and like then seeing it like it's a different taste of like the same sauce like in a different place basically and so you're like okay like what can you do and so like smoked enough weed and we're like right, let's start a nonprofit where what can we kids do like with that have no money that poor college kids that are like scrapping up together, like to get like booze, booze money, like for like the weekend. What if we just get rid of our um, canned goods and then that enters you into like getting a ticket for like meeting the rapper, like at a concert or whatever. And, Sort of thing, like, if you can afford to go to a concert, which we, we could, we could somehow could figure out how to do that. Right. <laughs> Whatever's uh, important. Yeah, we, we went to Riff Raff. <laughs> and so, you know what I'm saying? So, if everyone in line that was waiting to go to Riff Raff brought a canned good, do you know how many homeless people that were waiting outside in Boston then would have ate that night? Yeah. And it doesn't facts. matter. Like, in so, like, we just thought about it that way. And so, then we would go through the different dorms. We'd bring those, like, uh, those bins that you'd move in with. Mm-hmm. And we just filled up bins. And then we gave it to, like, a different, um, like, non profit organization in Salem State that was like giving to a church but like that is like kind of like what like we did like or like trying to feel good about like doing that so like that and you covered that and it's just so cute because I was we just watched this movie Minimalism and throwing all my things as a, as a hoarder oh that was gosh. one of the things that was like super close to she my heart she was like I, I have to keep it straight up I was it's like, literally I a printed newspaper guy yeah like, this is like uh, a collective I'm gonna get this framed soon I love it it's straight up look you, you even put the logo on dude I put your logo it's called Can You Jam and Aww. like you drew did you draw this you graphic this was, designed yeah, it yeah we, we graphic designed and a cute little logo. I and love it so much. That was a very, very big team effort. Here's a quote from Lauren from the article I wrote. Oh you want to save the world. You want to do something huge, but you cannot do it by yourself. Prey said. Oh, yes. Yo, We're bringing so- it full circle tonight. <laughs> Yo, she's so on brand. Oh, so my on gosh. point. We're that so on cute. point. Um, I love it. I, I love like, it. This I, is history. That's like, straight up. Like, I want to hug you. I feel like we should, yo, should frame that. I fact should, but yeah. That wow, was a great idea, young Lauren. I know. I, w- I want to push that forward. I feel so, like that wanna... needs to, yeah, come back around. Like, I feel like we should bring that back. That's a good one. I might give him a call. Yeah. Say, hey, guys, let's let's get the band back yeah, together. Get the gang back. 
let's do it for the world. I mean, it's something that the world could still use. There's people in need. The thing is, um, the world's shifting towards like virtual concerts and it's facts it's definitely and the whole world has changed in a way um, i can't wait to attend yo like paris hilton she's been at the forefront of virtual concerts she knew this she's been a thought leader honestly i don't even mean to sound corny like paris hilton i'm not i'm not up to date like yo she's smart she she's really smart she started creating virtual experiences like virtual dj experiences before this even was a thing where then you walk around the club, like she's DJing. She's like actually a pretty nasty DJ, I guess. And I guess I've never gotten to see her, but like in yeah. person, but like, yeah, I guess you have do do do. And she's like all like, you know, like decked out. She looks amazing, <laughs> like whatever. Like, so like I feel like it's like pretty sick. And like she's just a like very genius person. Where like she's come up with this, and it was way ahead of her time before COVID. And damn, um, like now we're going. But there's like yeah, I didn't but, know that. Um, like the music industry is like going uh-huh. towards that too. And like, that's where they were like thinking like, oh my gosh, no one's going to things. They're buying like the pay-per-view like concerts. And then some artists like don't want to do it because you know, like what if not a lot of people buy it? And then that's not a good look. And that's like what they used to report on on Kiss. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a tarnish on your changing. like report, and then but then it's like they gotta make money. Exactly. <laughs> and how are they making an income now? And like a lot of people are laying low. Uh huh. So it's like it's interesting. It's interesting, yeah. How yeah. it's like moving forward, and I don't know really what the outcome is gonna be or what what the world is gonna look like in like twenty years. You know what I mean? It's hard to envision, but all I know is I'm trying to make Better a map be all on legal it. Cannabis. Yeah, <laughs> all fifty states or how. Yep, all of them. We need them all on board. Um, and you know, guys, it's it's all about just having an open mind about the topics that we're talking about. I just want to reiterate that because um, we're here on the show just to have a conversation. Um, and if you want to talk about anything, if you had a vibe um, or have a vibe about anything that we said, like feel free to hit me up on any social media um, on my Instagram at J-E-S-S-I-E underscore E-L-L-L-Y. You can also hit me up on Facebook at Old Soul in the Young World and on Twitter at Old Soul in a Young W O One for World. Um, and Lauren, if you want to like put yourself out there in case anyone wants to contact you. Yeah, sure. Um, if you want to find me, I guess on Instagram at Lauren Prey, L A U R E N P R A Y, like church. Or the Cannabis Barbie at the Cannabis Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Um, and then you can find the can- uh, yeah, Cannabis 101 on Instagram as well. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. And like, I just want to say that, guys, because it's an open conversation. And it's important to know that like, whatever you think could change in the future, in the world, in the industries are going to change. So your mindset might get different as time goes on. And I think like, for both of us, that's what happened too. Like I remember back in the day, we, we had a whole other outlook. We you know what evolved. I mean? Yeah. Like we're, even we're as planets. people. We are two new, like different breeds. We're like better strains. And that's the best thing. Like evolution is, is beautiful. Like it really, time does tell and it does continue. And it's like all you can do guys through the good and the bad, because I know both of us have had ups and downs mm-hmm. in whatever in our careers and our relationships and our friendships, um, just throughout life, maybe within mm-hmm. ourselves internally. Um, and it's just like, do you digress? Do you move forward? Mm-hmm. Do you keep pushing yourself? Um, and I think it's important, like, 
And you seem to have a really good like outlook. Like how do you like how do you stay so positive within everything? I mean, I know you have some good experiences, but for people out there, like is there anything that you personally like do or feel maybe using marijuana or besides using? um, I think honestly, I mean, like cannabis like definitely has helped like before even before you knew me in high school. I was crazy. Like I was like off the rocker, like so hyper. Like, I wish I saw hyper. you back then. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that. I wish I saw you then. Like, yeah, like everyone calls me. Um, you're very zen, Lauren. You're so zen. You're mad zen. You're and- like super chill. I'm like, yo, how are you so chill? I feel like um, part of it's like being the observer, but like knowing not to react and to be able to respond thoughtfully. And a lot of it is too, um, like. When I was little, like, I was wicked fat, chubby, like, teased, like, so, like, like, that was my whole, like, life. You know what I'm saying? Like, little fat, chubby kid teased. No. Yeah. And, but no. I was so, but I was always trying to overcompensate. Yeah. I'd always over- overcompensate by trying to tell jokes or make people laugh or, like, kind of just be silly and, like, yeah. kind of just, like, at least be comic relief because, like, Jack Black was always funny and like he's like he's cool but he's fat <laughs> like, exactly and so like I was like loved like fat size actors. doesn't matter it but you doesn't. didn't know that back then you I didn't young. but I knew but like I was even you sit down on the like toilet and you're like wait there's a bagel yeah you're like what is like, this but I, also I knew too I was like when I'm older I always told myself I was like when I'm older I'm gonna be skinny and have big tits like <laughs> I literally told myself that you're like that is yo, it. like manifested it's like happening. yo yo I was like I if it, there's that. no way that it can't happen because like anyone that bullied me is gonna like be like oh whatever <laughs> and then that, by that time I'll have forgiveness in my heart I feel you I feel you <laughs> I literally like knew that in like first grade I'm like damn this sucks oh my god <laughs> but don't worry like it shouldn't be long I wish I had that much confidence when I was in first grade I was all chubby I was like yeah. this is never gonna end I was yeah. like <laughs> I like I had to pitch, I had to we make a like Evolution. fake light at the end of the tunnel and then like but the like um puberty hit and then like from fat to like then like skinny and like big tits but then you got like bullied for being pretty and a slut but you never kissed anybody oh my god and i was like oh shit like the um, judgment is real on then i knew i'm saying like at that point like you can never judge anybody because it doesn't matter how you look you'll always get like judged like it doesn't matter who you are honestly you'll always Mm -hmm. get judged by somebody there's always gonna people be people who don't like you Mm -hmm. who don't have your vibe who aren't on the same wavelength like yeah it's just a a part of life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but hey we become better from it and Mm -hmm. i feel like we use that to step up and to grow you know like it made you like hey fuck you guys like gave, i am yeah. who i am and like, it gave me more compassion honestly too because it's like oh you don't like, know people's story exactly so like it's like wow damn like they they're they're, they're jealous of me <laughs> yeah. like what they're crazy and right. um if they feel that then oh my god i don't know how bad they actually feel at home yeah like i actually like if i look like this okay that's fine right like that i don't see how i look like you are so you're the one that's judging me and then you feel like that, like that feeling is elicited from that. Okay. So I actually feel like more compassion and like empathy for you because you're feeling that because I have then like, you're like, I that's know like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like I can't judge you. I literally have compassion for you. I have love. And like, there actually had been like multiple times in high school where girls wanted to fight me and be mean to me. And I literally said, we're not fighting. Like I'm g- eventually we are going to be friends. Yeah. And there was one girl, like it took two years and eventually she was like friends with one of the girls that I was friends with. And, they came to my house. I my parents had installed a pool 
I never actually had ever used it, but they had it for like a year. And so that I was like, I have a pool, like we can go swimming and like no one had bathing suits. And I was like, fuck it, let's all just go skinny dipping. Oh my god. And that forged the friendship. But I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I literally had like set in my started mind the friendship. Yeah, but like and like, okay, maybe okay, is you that horrible? I just said that. You set a goal. Did I just like say that I she made a girl that. strip my She said that. She's like, I don't know. Um, this might be off rec. <laughs> you might want to delete that one. <laughs> delete that one. <laughs> um yeah um okay but okay okay so bottom line is though um okay we get back to it like that's for if you want to like subscribe to jesse's only fans and it's subscribe. only for audio it's only for audio <laughs> surprise Be- no no we're only because like we're keeping it tasteful <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it tasteful over here i tried to make an only fans but made it only feet and they denied me oh shit. and that was like more joking but whatever that's for a different i'm day. surprised i, I thought they would up. accept that I, I bet a lot of people do that one. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Just don't judge people. Like, don't be an asshole is the biggest thing I think. And my like my dad said, like, I hate mean people and I hate rude people, and like th- that's the biggest thing. It's like just don't be a mean and rude person. Yeah, it's all about just you know accepting everyone, accepting yourself, just being open to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, like there's no negative vibes. My sweatshirt right now says no bad vibes. I love it. It says no bad vibes because we don't have bad vibes. It's it's just not something you I know. I feel like I went on a tangent and I apologize to the listeners. I just got <laughs> so like caught off on a She got caught off on a tangent. <laughs> you might have to delete that one. We, <laughs> they they deleted that one and that's for um so if you guys want to subscribe to Jesse's Patreon, um, yes, we are going to start a building- different channel uh, for cutout uh, content that was too it's graphic. The, yeah, it's the exclusive too graphic content. to air tonight. And then Jess will also have her uh, clubhouse that you guys could find the link to later as well. Hit me up mm-hmm. in the future. Yes. Not not quite right now. It's well, it's being it's it's, it's in the works. By the time that this is being aired, who knows. Your giddy fingers will be, be on able Mars. to message her <laughs> and find the link. Facts, facts. Yeah. And you know, guys, tonight was such a vibe. Like, we, we're we just... We're getting silly. We're pretty silly. We're getting silly. Yeah. Um, it was fun, though, and it was really cool talking about cannabis in the industry um, and what it is creating um, for us and within us as a nation, as a community, um, for the people. And having somebody like Lauren in there um, as a woman representing, like, shout out to you, girl. Thank you. Like, no, for and real. My other woman that's about to be in the industry too, in the cannabis Girl, femme collective. You already know, like, dude, we, we, we've been chatting it up tonight. We got a yeah. little stuff going on in the back, so some moves are being made, mm-hmm. um, and we're gonna keep talking and chatting it up um, outside of the show. Mm-hmm. But I hope you guys, tuned, guys, you know, yeah, I hope you enjoy listening in. And that you'll stay tuned for the future of Old Soul and the Young World. We're going to be moving forward with a lot of great artists, um, a lot of good vibes. And Lauren was just one of the amazing examples um, that I wanted to have on for you guys to enjoy. So I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you next time. And uh, hit me up anytime. Jesse Ellie, Old Soul and the Young World. You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, to Old Soul in a Young World. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself. 
internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world.